going to make you laugh. It's going to make you cry. It's going to make you think. It's going to make you do a little bit of everything, all right? So as we uh, wait for our guests to arrive, we have a few people that will be calling in um, from the cast and the crew. Incidentally, the cast and crew members, we have uh, Mr. Richard Pryor, Jr., of course, Mr. Corey Rob Miss Miss Corey Robinson, all right, Mr. Kerry Walker, Miss Janelle Simone, Mr. Otis Cotton, Miss Jeannie Soul, and this all is directed by Mr. Jose Esquia of TTO Entertainment, and produced by Mr. Danny Soto, okay, and myself, yeah, mm-hmm. Mr. John Wilson, a.k.a. J.R. Strong, all right, under the musical direction of Mr. Sean Keys. yep, and it was also in part written by Mr. Anthony Ruiz, and it's going down December 6th at 8 p.m., LaGuardia Performing Arts Center in Long Island City. Don't miss this, people. I'm telling you. Don't forget, go to the LPAC site, which is LaGuardiaPerformingArts.org, and purchase your tickets. Or you can call 718-482-5151. Remember, tickets are only $25, but you got to call now because it's limited seating. That's right, limited seating, and it's one night only. So don't miss this, man. If you miss this, you're going to miss one heck of a show, and I'm telling you, you're going to learn a lot. You're definitely going to learn a little bit more about the Pryor family, you know, and, of course, about Mr. Uh, Richard Pryor Jr. himself. And um, right now, as we wait for, you know, my guests to arrive, I hope everything is okay. I hope they, you know, make it to the show tonight. You know, we're here in New York. Anything can happen. You know what I'm saying? What we're going to do right now is I'm going to play for you this track from one of my favorite people. His name is Mr. Randy Weber. Mr. Randy Weber. And this one is called Under the Radar, right here on HRM with your boy, J.R. Strong.
And that's your boy Randy Weber right here on HRM with myself, J.R. Strong, in the house, you know. And uh, once again, like I said, I want to thank each and every one of y'all for tuning in today. We got a great show today, a great show. We got some great people. Hopefully, we can get everybody on. But if not, because I know it's kind of rough. You know, everybody's getting off work and all of these other things. But um, we're going to do what we can. We have a very special guest right now that's uh, here with me. He goes by the name of Mr. Richard Pryor Jr. And all I can say, ladies and gentlemen, is if you don't know who this young man is, of course you're going to know his father, but you really get to get to know this gentleman um, So what I'm about to do is I'm going to bring him on Right now and uh, hopefully We can uh, speak to Some of the other cast members You know if not You know we'd like for you to call in Okay and speak to Mr. Pryor Mr. Richard Pryor Jr. And the number is 213-943-3618 And press the number 1 To let us know that you're in the queue Okay, and now, ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you the star of Stir Crazy Part 1, the Pryor family story, as told by Mr. Richard Pryor Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Richard Pryor Jr. What's up, what's up, Richard, what's up, what's up? What's happening? I'm, I'm popping, my brother. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm breathing, so I'm doing real good. <laughs> yes, you definitely <laughs> are. That's a good thing, to be amongst the living. You know, we get oh, a yeah. chance to do the things we didn't get to do yesterday. You know? Yep. So, Richard, um, just tell us a little bit about Stirred Crazy Part 1. What's it all about, the prior family story? Well, uh, stir crazy is it's it's a, it's about my life, and uh, it's, uh, it's about uh, the way I see my family, the way that my family is portrayed through my eyes, and mm. uh, we're d- dealing with my you know my great grandmother who actually raised my dad, and uh, mm-hmm. she's one of the characters in the play, and we're also that I'm actually playing her as well. Uh, we're mm-hmm. dealing with uh, myself. We're dealing with. Uh, uh, one of my sisters, uh, two of my nephews, and my aunt, and uh, my mother are all in the play. Mm-hmm. And uh, the play's about going back home, coming from New York and going back to Peoria, Illinois, and seeing the pa- family after it's been some years and and uh, the differences we have and the way we look at things and uh, how confused and how mixed up we are in our way of thinking and and uh, how we are still a unit, and we're still, you know, we're still together no matter what we have to go through and the obstacles that we go through. So it's a little it's a seriousness, and there's some a lot of funniness in it um, to, you know, tone down those serious things that we have to talk about. But uh, it's uh, just showing my life as far as what I've gone through and the things I've had to endure and, uh, you know, how I, you know, I am here today to be able to stand and talk about it, to be able to even do this. Mm-hmm. So, what actually inspired you to 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 write this play, this piece? Well, um, with uh, uh, you know, uh, with uh, Anthony uh, 
Rodriguez and everything, uh, who's uh, an exceptional comedic writer and everything, uh, working uh, with uh, with him and everything. We we sat down with him and it was Jose, uh, who's the director and everything, um, and TTO Productions, and we were like, you know, how can I do my story because I've always wanted to do you know a one man show, which is you know mm-hmm. down the line, but I want to be able to get this story out and talk about who I am as a person. And because right. most people, when they uh, they meet me, it's all about dad, um, which is understandable. But they also a lot mm-hmm. of people forget that there's a person besides the son of someone that you know I breathe to, I walk to, I, you know I think, and I have aspirations and things that I want to do in my life. And no one right. ever usually asks those things. So it's a way of showing that, you know, yes, my father was this, but I'm also talented in my own right. You know I mean? I do right. the exact same thing he does, but what I do, I do very well as, as also. Mm-hmm. Wow. So when you, um, when you decided to, to, um, to do this now, how did you, uh, Come up with the uh, the cast, the cast members. I know you have uh, people like uh, Miss Corey Robinson. Yes, and, uh, fabulous. And, and she's playing uh, your mother, if, if I'm not mistaken. She's, she's, she's playing. playing yeah, she's playing my. Yeah, she's playing my mother. So yeah, it's, it's it's interesting to see how you know people portray your you know your parents because you have a mindset of the way your parent is and the, the, to see how they bring it to life. But, uh, you mm-hmm. know, the cast between, you know, her especially and uh, Janelle, who's playing my uh, my sister, you know, also, That's ta- you know. The, she's playing Tammy, right? That's your sister? She's playing, yeah, she's playing my sister Tammy. And then uh, I have. Um, uh, I know you I have Miss Jeannie Soul. <laughs> Jeannie Soul, Ms. yeah. Jean- and see, Jeannie Soul, I, I will work with her anytime. I, I did it. I did. I did a film with Jeannie Soul a few years ago uh, called uh-huh. College Debt, and, you know, our chemistry together was just fabulous. And then I've hey, done a cabaret of hers with her as well. Uh, so the opportunity to be able to work with her once we established how we, we were going to do that. this and to uh, and to get the cast, it was an important thing to actually do. So <clears throat> it was um, – it was just a you know a fabulous thing the way everything it's came together and the fact that Jose has actually worked with a lot of these people and uh, he's worked with them before on stage and things of that nature so it, he knew what I was looking for and the kind of fit that I wanted so he was able to bring those people in and was it was just was so ease you know it was such an ease bringing those people in and very comfortable with the people that I'm working with because. It's very personal, a lot of things that I talk about. And to be able to be comfortable around people that you're working with is, is uh, most important. Right. And now I know I, I, I could imagine you sitting there and, you know, I know you had to write the piece and whatnot, but when you actually see it being performed, what does that yeah. do to you? Does it? That's I mean, a, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a lot of emotion. It's, it's you know, one thing the writing also gives you when you go through things that you've gone through is very therapeutic as well. But also a lot of right. things you have to relive, a lot of things maybe that weren't as happy for you in your life. But uh-huh. being able to see other people, <clears throat> being able to first laugh at yourself and laugh at situations is, is very important as well because it's healing. 
But being able to see other people on stage and actually seeing it come to life is just, it takes it to a whole new level. It's like it's like sitting in your living room again and, and reliving those experiences all over again. But watching other people portraying those people and what they give as far as their talent and seeing how they portray that person without telling them, no, do it this way. And that's what's wow. the beautiful thing about it. Wow, wow. So I, I know... I know that, I mean, for you, tell me, how do you sleep at night, <laughs> you know, coming up to December 6th? Cause we got, what, like a, a two weeks or so before the show? Two weeks, yeah. It's, I- it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because, you know, we have, you know, we had a, a short amount of time actually to to do everything. And, uh, right. we're, you know, we're off book next week and everything, doing the full, uh, the f- full run-throughs and stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see how it goes and, you know, how the things go with me because of me playing uh, two characters, um, mm-hmm. how all that is going to fit together, you know, which I love doing. Right. But it's just going to be great to see how it unfolds because I have no idea what, other than things being scripted, what's going to come out of that other character's mouth. I have no idea. Mm. So yeah. now you're playing you're playing yourself? I'm playing myself, right? correct. And, and right. you're also and playing... I'm also playing my great grandmother Marie, my great grandma Marie. Wow! Yeah. And she was like, so, she was like a Tyler Perry's Medea on steroids. Yeah, tell me a little bit about <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> grandma was, well, you know, she was a madam, and she was a, mm-hmm. in the bootlegging business as well. She ran a pool mm-hmm. hall and a restaurant, so she mm-hmm. was out there. She didn't take nothing. She carried her pistol. Nobody messed what? with her. Yeah, so she, she, she was wow. out there, and you know she was, you know, very loving and caring, you know, the baby and all that kind of stuff. But don't cross mm-hmm. her, you know. And she wow. said it was on her mind, you know. But you still knew mm-hmm. that she loved you, regardless of what she said, and it was right. You knew that she loved you, regardless. So it's it's, it's going to be great to see the the things, you know, the things that she said. Right. Now, now, um, let me ask you. Um, as far as your family is concerned, uh, they they know about the play. They know about what you're doing and everything. And how do they feel? Is there any well, type they of feelings feel about really them? good about it? I, they really actually feel good about it. Um, excited. I know my one sister mm-hmm. because a lot of the things everyone <clears throat> is going to go away thinking that my sister was, you know, one of my sisters. The the, the character Tammy is not, you know. Um, is mm-hmm. out there, which you not, you know, we've all had our issues, ups and downs, but also we have to mm-hmm. the fact it's the way I see things. So it's not uh, necessarily the way everybody else sees situations and circumstances. It's the way that I see them and portray them. But everything I'm doing, I'm doing in love, and um, the, you know, the the end, and the end result is showing that we love family regardless of our differences. And what I had to do, because I couldn't put all the characters in there, I had to combine some people. So I had to take mm. some people from this situation, this situation, combine them into one character. Mm-hmm. So wow. you got a, you got a little mixture of this and things like that. So, yeah, that's um, interesting. Yeah. So now this is is now it's a full play. So is is it is there any uh, music in it or? Yeah, it's is, a, it, is it's it a more dramatic full or play, what, what is musical. it? Musical. It's it's um, the music we're doing. Uh, um, 
most of the, the songs that we're doing actually cover songs that we're actually doing in it, but they're songs that actually fit the tone in that particular scene that we're in. So mm-hmm. we may be in the middle of a dialogue and go into a song that fits what we're actually talking about. It's a way, another way to convey emotion. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of times, even when if something's just playing, you don't even have to do anything. It's just what you hear and you know how that person is feeling by what you're actually hearing. Right, right. Now, let me ask you, not to get off the subject um, of, of Third mm-hmm. Crazy, um, but what um, have you been doing over the years, you know, um, as far as your, your your career? I know you 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 act, you sing, you do a little bit of everything. Just tell me where, where have you been, what, what you've been doing, well, other I, than here in New uh, York. Right. Well, you know, other than, you know, me doing, you know, I do, you know, cabarets. I've, I, I'm a regular uh, performer at the, you know, Metropolitan here in New York City. And uh, so other than cabarets, I've done some plays here in the city as well. Um, I, I did a great play that had a great run last year called Welcome Home Sunny Tea, where I was the lead in that. Uh, and then, you know, I played a reverend in that, but I've also played a wide array of, of characters um, as far as whether or not it's in a horror film, I've done some film work in Chicago where I did a film called Baptist Grove. I played a priest in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did a play in Chicago last year called Lipstick Goes on Last where I played a husband who was secretly in love with the man, and I was also a cross-dresser. So it was like one mm. of those plays that was like really crazy where I had to dress and drag one scene, and five pages later in dialogue I had to change it to the dude and then go back and forth so it was like really wild and crazy um i did mm-hmm. a film um with uh the late actress by the name of celeste Holm. i did a film with her that was also genie so also worked in um which i'm hoping that will get released a lot of times we do this work and a lot of things sit on the shelves but hoping mm-hmm. that gets released and um right now i'm also working on my book as well oh okay and and what is the yeah. title do you have a title of the book yet or well, my the book right now it, it it was I actually had tentative tentative title I had was uh, stirred crazy uh, because mm-hmm. I wanted to base a lot of things off of I, so he could identify with it, which was my dad's film Stir Crazy, uh, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to get into copyright copyright issues and stuff like that, so right. I called it Stirred Crazy. Um, mm. So right there, the title that we're using right now is that, but I know the definite title is definitely going to change. Uh, but I don't want to mm. give it away right now. So okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so now I know um, the piece is coming up at LaGuardia Performing Arts Center on December sixth. Right. For everyone that's listening, yeah. December sixth. Make sure you go get your tickets now because it's a limited seating. Okay, and what you can do is log on to LPAC site, which is LaGuardiaPerformingArts.org. Okay, and and you can get your tickets that way, or you can call them at seven one eight four eight two five one five one. But you gotta call now because I'm telling you, it's gonna be sold out. I have no doubt about that. Okay, and if you miss it, well, you gotta wait till the next one. You know, that's right. But Richard, what I'm gonna do right now is I'm gonna um, play another song, and we're gonna come right back. Okay? All right. All right. Mm-hmm. 
I uh, I was extremely excited. And Jeannie Soul, who's also in the play, she plays my sister Angie, which is Richard Fry Jr.'s aunt. Is a um, mm-hmm. I work with her on that same production, and she just raves about. Richard Pryor Jr. and I've seen some of his Facebook stuff and whatever, and I was just extremely excited just to hear what the story was about and be a part of it. And then again, working with Jeannie again and working with um, Jose again, and I've also worked with our music director Sean Keys before. So I already felt like family coming in. I just had to get to know the rest of my family members. You know what I mean? So um, I was already excited. I was already excited before I even met everybody because I already knew what I was coming into with some of the people that I was going to be working with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, just tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about who you are and where you're from. I'm originally I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, I've been in New York now. January will be 15 years, and so I have a background in uh, musical theater. I'm also classically trained, so I, I sing um, opera as well. Um, oh. Did some, yeah. <laughs> I did some. Um, what? Some touring. <laughs> Yeah, I've done some touring as with background as a background singer with some well known artists in the industry now and I've been very fortunate to do, you know, theater as well as television. Uh so, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's what I do. <laughs> okay, so definitely you're gonna be blessing us in this, this uh production with your, your beautiful voice, huh? Your song Yeah. I'm really looking forward to a scene with Richard and I that I, I didn't even know until yesterday was added. We did this like crazy thing that everybody on Facebook has been going crazy about, and come to find out, they put it in the script. So everybody that's listening has to. It's in the script. Wait a minute, you're not talking about the part when y'all was singing to him. Are you serious? No, I didn't know this until yesterday. Jose, yes, y'all have to put that in the script. I was like, stop. So yeah, it's it's, yeah. (laughs) Wow, wow. So it sounds like you guys are having a great time actually doing this. Yeah. yeah like I, said, I have a question. Go ahead, Richard. I I have a question for uh, Corey. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about portraying my mother? How do I feel playing your mom, your mother? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. First of all, it's an honor. Um, it, it's an honor because after reading the script, as well as you know the you know the stories that you know we. For those who don't know, we've been blessed that even in rehearsal time, just having, you know, Richard tell us stories about his life and his family. And, you know, his mom was such a strong and noble woman. It's like, you know, he tells a story about, you know, when his father went on to get, you know, stardom and fame, how, you know, she could have taken him through the ringer to get money and things, but she was like, nope. You know, I, I got this with my kids. I'm going to be just fine. And, you know, so, Richard, I just want to tell you that, you know, to be picked to play your mom is definitely an honor. And, um, you know, she's definitely a woman that I would have loved to meet. And I know that I probably could have, you know, gotten some really good nuggets of wisdom from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you well, so much. thank you so much, Corey. Now we have Mr. Danny Socho. Yeah. yeah. Hey. My brother. Hey. My How brother, my brother. <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. Believe you me. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I feel blessed right now being a part of a uh-huh. third crazy. For all of you that don't know, I'm a part of the team. I <laughs> am. Yeah, that, 
Just letting y'all know, I'm not just a radio DJ and all of that kind of good stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> Daddy, just give us a little um, insight on, 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 for the people that don't know who you are, which they should. If they've seen Fela, oh. you, you know, they should know who you are. Okay, but just oh, tell the people you, about Daddy. Well, oh, humbleness, I, I just like to first thank the creator, first and foremost. There's nothing moves without his voice and his hand. But, um, um, yeah, I'm I'm a choreographer. I was uh, blessed to be trained by the greats, you know, um, George Faison, like that, uh, Shirley Black Brown, Obadiah Wright, great individuals, Milty Jones. Um, I helped create the show, a fellow on Broadway, for about 10 years, and... Uh, from there, I uh, toured the world about four years. I'm still young, thank God. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and uh, right now I'm a professor. I decided to take on the role as a professor, teach at Marymount College for musical theater. I teach at LaGuardia College as well, Rosie O'Donnell mm. uh, Theater Kids. Um, wow. Seattle Theater Group. It's been a, It's been a great blessing. I mean... I've always had a mentality, and I've been trained to uh, take on into my artistic side to see how the business actually speaks on it and just being present with life, you know, and I feel Mm -hmm. blessed for that. I feel blessed to be a part of this process. Um, Richard Jr. is someone that I've I've always wanted to sit down and talk to and pick brains with, and I'm excited to uh, jump into choreography this week coming um, due to the rhythm that's been developing, you know, I, it, it's, it's mm-hmm. and it's something that needs to be heard, you know. We, we're, yes. we're always um, praising Richard too, you know, as the great, but it's good to know what what seeds are being were being planted during the process, and that's something right. that the world needs to know, and 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 young people like myself to gain a better perspective in our generation to what growth really means and acceptance in, in society means and exercising. And challenging society's super ego, you know, which is what brings a lot of destruction to today. So, I mean, first and foremost, if you can say what I am, I'm an activist to healing, an activist to speak about the the realness in society and and make sure that we're all correct because I'm still trying to learn how to do that. <laughs> oh wow, that's huge. Now, now you're talking about healing, and and Richard, you talked about it earlier about um. While you actually doing the process, how it actually helped you, you know, like you said, to heal. Um, mm. Now, with this whole this this the the, the play itself, yes, it's going to be funny, okay. Yes, you're going to laugh, you're going to cry, but then there are also some parts that are very serious, very mm-hmm. serious. You know, some points that are very serious that people, you know, need to really really listen and <clears throat> look at. Let's just talk about that for a minute. You know. You want to go, Corey? The things. Oh, sure. Um, well, yeah. I, well, the one thing I, I want to say, you know, like like you mentioned, is def- you, you you cannot be in that audience and not have a good time. It's going to be hysterically funny because I know we go through different rehearsals alone, so I can almost imagine the energy we're going to get from the audience. But what I also am so excited about is the message, you know, Richard really has a, it's not just a story about his life, but, you know, 
everybody can walk away with something that they can relate to in the story, whether it's the family members um, and, and the uh, interaction with the family, um, how we deal with death, how we deal with important information, how we deal with communication, how we deal with addictions, and also what I'm very proud of to, to, to really talk, talk, tap into the topic of um, dealing with dealing with how families react and how the person comes forward when you're dealing with sexuality issues, you know, and especially in the African-American community, it's really sad that even in 2014, it's still very taboo in certain aspects. And, um, you know, my uncle in California uh, founded a a movement called Unity Fellowship Church for uh, gay, straight, transgender, transsexual anybody under the sun, and, you know, that's when I really understood what it meant to have spirituality as opposed to religion. And um, so to know that this is a story that we're actually going to tap into as well, you know, I'm just so thankful that Richard is so open to talk about the full gamut of his life, you know, not just, okay, well, dad was just my mom was dad or my nephews or my aunt, whatever, but I want to show how we deal with family dynamics, but also that we can actually sit and have a conversation about things that we typically don't talk about. And I'm so thankful that he's open and giving and brave and caring enough to say, this is my story, but not only is it my story, it's you all's story too, and we all need to talk about it together. So I thank yeah. you for that right now. <laughs> mm. Okay. It's beautiful. Mm. I ain't got nothing to say to that. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, Richard. But uh, with Richard, um, tell me though. I mean, for you to actually mm. to 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 come out and 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 speak to your, your you know and let your family know, even from back then to now. You know, I mean, what was what what is that like for you? I mean, what what did you go through, you know, in your in yourself? Well, I know myself. It was myself. It was my own. I was my own worst enemy when it came to that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I'm I have to say, out of people that I know, you know, that I meet and talk to, that you know. I'm one of the people who was an exception. Uh, it's not saying that we went through a lot of things because a lot of things that I went through, um, the initial onset of me saying something of, of coming out to people and to my family and thing, it was, a, you know, my mother went through the thing, you know, what did I do wrong? Did I raise him wrong? Cause he was the only boy. That whole thing. But then she was fine. And the person I thought was going to be upset was my father. and He wasn't. So I didn't have to deal with that. But the, the trouble came was when, like a few years later, when my family know the whole world didn't know, but the fact that I had friends who were actually gay that saw an opportunity to get money in their pockets, they called the tabloid. And my life was out in wow. the tabloids, and I was on, I was like a hit story on Current Affair. I was on Entertainment Tonight. I was on all the tabloid magazines. Oh, um, my and my mother, you know, my mother got, you know, hate mail, and, you know, people would say to her, well, I thought you had two daughters. I didn't know you had three. I mean, just, just, oh, wow. just nasty things. 
And some of the people that actually did it, we found out, were actually other family members that did things like that. Um, So it was a it was a it was a way to get strong, get tough, and and what it boils down to is the fact that regardless what people say, you have to love yourself. Yeah. Because if you don't, what other people say will kill you. Mm-hmm. Know your own worth. You have to mm-hmm. know your own worth. So that was mm-hmm. a, a, a lot. I had to go through and learn to love myself and walk in my own footsteps, and not somebody else's of what they said that I had to walk in. And mm-hmm. it doesn't right. take away the fact that I'm still a man and I still kick somebody's butt if they try something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, On but, like, I am me regardless. I am I'm me regardless of what you think yes. and where you think I'm going, what you think I'm going to do, what you think is going to happen to me. I am still me, and I'm comfortable with who I am. I'm a man. I, I wrote a poem a while back, you know, about it, talking about a man and how different things, you know. I've 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 walked on elevators and had had women grab the purses. You know, I wore two thousand dollar suits and had women clutch their bags. You know, I've had mm. pistols put up to my head by police officers because they said I looked like somebody else. Wow. You know, I love another man, but regardless of everything, I'm still a man. Amen. So, you know, it, it, I'm still wow. a man no matter what. And and it's, it, it, you think, speak of the taboo and everything that you, you see in our, our own community, mm-hmm. and people can yeah. be themselves, and they're one thing on one day, and there's something else on another day, and a lot of the things I want to I want to be able to try if I could be one person to reach one person to to break that stereotype and the and to break that mentality that families have with their child and disowning their children because of of uh, their uh, uh, their sexuality and for also those people reaching the people that are hurting and let them know <clears throat> it's going to be okay. You're not the only go through it. If none of us stand up and say, "Hey, this is who I am." Who do they have to look up to, and to say, mm. where can I go? What direction can I go to? What can I? Who can I talk to? Because there's no mm-hmm. one right now. Yeah, yeah. So Man, you got to put it all out there. If you're going to do a story, mm-hmm. to me, is, is it, like I'm doing in my book. Uh, why hold anything back? If you're going to tell it, tell it like a TIS is. That's right. Wow. That's us. Yeah. So, Danny, tell yes, me a little sir. bit about TTO Entertainment. Yeah, sure thing. Well, um, Jose Escay and I, um, you know, Jose has seen me, uh, my maturation process as an artist for the very beginning, you know, and um, while I was on tour, I was able to become a producer for various shows and and uh, the most, uh, I've raised a half a million dollar on another show. And uh, mm-hmm. from there, I decided to definitely take on to the role and say, okay, well, I'm going to produce. And um, we've done a couple of film projects as well, commercial films. And mm-hmm. and uh, Jose and I just felt that a platform needed to be built to actually respect artists. Being artists first, we understand that we do what we do. We sacrifice ourselves because it's not about us. It's about right. telling a story, and the story comes from the picture. Like Richard says, you know, the only way to do this is by saying the full story. 
you know, mm-hmm. and part of that some producing companies um, will focus on business first and water down what the artistry is really about or what the message is about. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I know we do have TTO as a takeover. It's not a sense of being of eating with your eyes and a sense of taking over. But like my mentors have said, you know, I've come from mentors that have auditioned back then while in Juilliard and going up to audition tables and saying, hey, are you taking color folks today? No? Okay, I'll go and wow. to audition. And hmm. I've experienced things like that even now on the Broadway field, mm. um, even creating Fella, because creating Fella, I created my own role. I created mm. an African-American male living in a rough society that is designed not to be, not for progression. And um, I am not a, I'm not a lion, I'm not a tree, and I am not portraying Africa. I'm playing, I'm playing African people. I'm playing Africa. I am Africa. Right. And um, I remember 11 Tony nominations, and out of the wow. blue, um, New York Times and all the uh, press were taken out of the Tony voting and going to Tony parties and everyone turning the left cheek and not talking to you. Um mm. You know, really? It was a very mm. trying thing, you know. I mean, we have stories of going backstage in the Tony Awards and our stage manager leaves. Not our stage manager for the show, but for Tony. You know, it's just small things mm-hmm. that you realize, okay, this world was not designed for people of color to really tell their story in in, in right. the right way. And we, we, we praise mm. this concept of Sankofa. We praise this concept of many things. But all we do sometimes is just praise and not take action. So CTO was to take over action, not to take over the entertainment business, take over action. There's no such thing as taking over the entertainment business. So, I mean, Jose and I definitely um, decided to take an approach in the most genuine and most bare, naked, present approach in art, and that is to respect an artist, first and foremost. So that's really leading off to that. And so far... um, you know, the, the spirits of, of, of Richard Jr. to come in and tell the story. We feel very blessed for that. There's uh, other sparks with uh, Jimi Hendrix Project, which we're also blessed with that process um, yes. in coming up. And the Roy B. What is the Roy B. Roy, Roy G. Biv? Biv which is, right. Yeah, Roy G. Biv, which is a very powerful um, process uh, that we're going through as well. You know, and um, then we have other commercial things. We, you know, the, the commercial world needs to speak up right now. We, we need to speak up as people. You know, and right, and uh, and just also in the, in the education um, circuit as well, which also I had to teach within ten minutes as a class of fifty kids waiting for me. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, just in, in that process, we're always moving. We want to educate, and because educating right. is educating ourselves. And uh, yes. that's, what, that's, what, that's what we have to do as human beings is to really exercise our shadows and, 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 and face that in the mirror because that's, that's, that's what's missing, you know. And yeah. there's a difference between empathy and sympathy, you know. Empathy is when mm-hmm. a person comes down and talks to you, not sympathy and just say, ooh, well, have you tried this? You know, why don't we take action within our communities? And this is, this is the story that I want to tell. You know, I'm mm-hmm. you know I'm straight, but I have but my brothers are gay, and I love them. Mm-hmm. And we and yeah. we teach each other, and we talk to each other, and we go out to dinner, 
you know, and and we do things to 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 acknowledge each other. You know, that's this is this is this is this is the point that we we, we talk about so much. So that there is an action. So, on a nut on a nutshell, um, that's what we want to do with TTO. We want to tell the right story and um, work with real people. You know, people right. at first. People, we're people. We're human. We touch and feel. You know, we're not just artists and toys. Even though when we're on Broadway, right. we become a gift. But you know, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> well, thank you so much, Danny. I'm excited. I know you have to I'm go. excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I know I don't have to go, but I'm excited, guys. I, I um, Richard, I, I love you much for telling the story, and you have no idea. I'm very hands-on. I know you haven't seen me as yet, but uh. I'm very excited, and um, I know my brother Kyrie has been really bragging about it, and I'm glad he's in the process as well. Kyrie Walker and yeah. uh, Otis are amazing, amazing, and uh, it's a blessing in the skies to hear your voice and to hear your story, brother. Oh, thank you so much. Great to be, work- great to be working with you. Same here, same yes, here. Same here. Yes, sir, Danny. I want to thank you for, for, for tuning in, for giving us some time. You know, and uh, we're going to do you. this again, I believe, before the show airs. I want to do another show, right, before the show goes up. So um, we're All right. looking forward for that. And, and, and thank you, man, for, for tuning in. And thank, thank you for you. your work and, you know, and, and your heart. You know what I'm saying? Because it takes a lot of heart, man, to do these things. All you guys, you know, yeah. it's a sacrifice. Yeah. It's a big sacrifice. And I say that because it was cold the day before yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was real cold. And I was like, oh, these poor people got to go out there over there in Long Island City by that college. So I, you know, I commend you guys, man. And right now, okay, so, Danny, we talk to you later, okay? Yeah. All right, we'll talk All to you right. later. See you guys later. All right. Okay, All right, good night. All right, that's Danny Soto, ladies and gentlemen. And now, Corey and Richard, we have... Um, Mr. Sean Keys on the line. He didn't know he was going to be on the line, but he's on the line right now. Say hi to Sean. Hi, Sean. You didn't really do that, did you? Yes, I did. (laughs) Hey, Sean. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Sean Keys. He is the musical director for Third Crazy Part 1. Richard Pryor Jr.'s story about his family, the Pryor family. Mr. Sean, tell us, what does this mean for you to be a part of this process? Well, it means to be a part of an ongoing legacy, started with uh, Richard Pryor and now on to his son, uh, you know, a lot of times when we look at people, we sometimes tend to see only one dimension of them, as we had seen um, with Mr. Pryor in his uh, illustrious career. And then now to see behind the scenes with his son and how he grew up to be in that world, because a lot of times we take that stuff for granted. We think it's all you know, what is it, uh, what is it they say, uh, sugar plum fairies and pudding pops, you know, it's mm. nice and, you know, it's real lofty and, you know, there are times when there are areas that are not so pleasant. But, you know, it's these dark areas at times that form us to be the people that we are to come with this experience and this richness of the craft, the artistry in acting, in uh, vocals as Richard could sing, 
Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could sing, sing something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's great to see how this doesn't actually break a person, but it makes them stronger. Mm-hmm. And that's what I. Mm-hmm. Even with Richard, okay. when, when I met him, it's like okay. So I'm going to meet this man. I'm going to work with this man. And we, we worked together at the uh, Metropolitan Room, had uh, some lovely mm-hmm. shows there. That was great. And and the thing is, I'm like, okay, Richard Pryor Jr., okay, and he's going to sing, okay. <laughs> when I heard him, I said, okay, he can sing. And then he tells me, he goes, uh, yeah, he sends me he sends me a clip of, of and it said Richard Pryor singing and I didn't know that his dad could sing and when I say sing I mean he could sing his face hey, off but yes. mm, you could you would never you would never know that and uh, wait, well wait a minute. Richard did you tell him when I said wait I don't understand how come we didn't know about all this stuff before. Did you did you tell him already? No. 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 No, well no. you know what? what we... I'm gonna leave that for him to because it's not my story, it's his no, um, as to why could sing, but could sing, but what he told me told my mother was that he was saving the voice for when he wasn't funny no more. That he didn't come out with it when he was when he was no longer funny. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. And I mean, That's but I mean, you need to hear it for yourself. I mean, really, you, you need to hear that for yourself. And you see where Richard Pryor Jr. gets it from. But it's right. an honor, privilege. To be a part of this, uh, there's still yet some work to be done. <coughs> still some work to be done. Yes. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, people hide now. What's the matter? <laughs> you should just say I would find you. Okay, I can't. Thank you, John. 
Thank you, John. John. You're welcome, mm-hmm. ma'am. No, it's uh, crazy because I was, honestly, I was sleeping. And you're still okay? trying. I'm in a relationship. <laughs> Listen, I was sleeping. And I was, luckily, I wasn't saying, I wasn't saying Corey. I was saying Maury. <laughs> my significant other when I woke up she was like who's Maury I was like okay <laughs> right now I was like it's not a TV you, show you need to get to one of the sponsors <laughs> and make sure that you, you need to run an advertisement right now for John <laughs> John if you didn't know yeah. everybody knows Sean Cheese is a trouble starter so no yeah <laughs> I didn't say those things. He did. Wow. Uh, I I simply wanted to know what he was referring to because I didn't say those things. He said, Mr. Corey. I said, what? I I didn't say that. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, I need for you guys to focus. Yes. This is about Richard. This is about crazy. Who's Who's Pat. Yeah, yeah this is this okay. is just like rehearsal. Me took the that's it all, you know. <laughs> and that's one of the most beautiful things is that you know I haven't um we haven't known each other long, but it feels like family. Okay, because exactly. when we're in the room, yes. I mean this, and and, yes. and and like you know Corey was saying when when you're watching everybody on stage doing their parts, you can't help but sit down and laugh. Okay, yeah. or or something to come into your mind because somebody does something the other night, like you said, the part that you guys just added into the play, which um Richard was singing a hymn, Sean was playing the keyboards, I was doing background, Corey was doing background, and she had a solo part with that note. Okay, now uh-huh. it's in the show. <laughs> now it's in the show. When I saw that script, I was like, what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So you you guys just make the process so fun, you know, fun yeah. and easy. Like you know, because you go some places and he's like, oh man, I gotta go to rehearsal. I don't want to go to this. But you know, uh, you guys you know, and, and it's true. And you know I, what? To commemorate I, that, I tagged you all on that particular video clip because I actually got it, and I also put it on YouTube. So that'll be one of the many outtakes that everyone can see, you know, <laughs> to see how much fun we have. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> Well, I can't wait oh, wow. to see if I can I can make some of the cast members crack up doing grandma. That's what I'm waiting on. Oh, oh wait my a God. Wait a minute. I got to tell this now. I When the first time we did the, we practiced that scene was when I was there. And, again, you're about to prepare for this very intense scene. I won't talk about it, y'all. Everybody listening got to come and see it. But it was so hard to stay in this really sad and hurtful uh, place because Grandma Marie, which is a character that everybody's going to have a, a wonderful experience seeing Richard Pryor Jr. play. And, I mean, he takes this, 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 this character to a whole nother level between the ad-libs and the the mannerisms, and he just embodies this character beyond belief. And, I mean, I tell you, like I said, it is it is the hardest thing in the world to be in rehearsal trying to stay in character, and you just cannot help but crack up, especially with Richard. So it's like, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just so excited to see how the audience is going to act. What the heck is that? 
Well, ooh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just like, you know, I know what we, we experience just with a handful of us in the play. So I can imagine, like, yeah. the, the character, I mean, the audience is going to be in the aisles. I'm sorry, but Richard, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm just, everybody who has ever experienced him live or going to experience him live is in for a phenomenal treat, and I, I'm just like Great. I'm so proud to say I'm working with them because it's, it's it's awesome. <laughs> oh, absolutely, you. absolutely! I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. I just wait for that blessed day when I'll be able to work with these lovely people and they can sing me a song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 Corey, not now, not now. <laughs> <laughs> I shall not I shall not I shall not <laughs> So now Okay so now ladies and gentlemen Like we said this this performance is happening December 6th at 8pm At LaGuardia Performing Arts Center Which is in Long Island City Queens alright Go get your tickets now Get your tickets before they are gone I'm telling you they're yes. going to go if they're not gone already, okay? So you log on to LaGuardiaPerformanceArts.org. Stirred Crazy is the name of the show. And get your tickets. Or you can call 718-482-5151. Tickets are $25. Can't get no cheaper than that. That's a steal here in New York. But any show. Okay? So you guys are really, really, really getting more than your money's worth. And I also found out they're gonna be giving out they're gonna be giving out some prizes at the show. That's yeah. I, I, yeah. So <laughs> y'all better come get it. Well, I'm going to come say. get it. Come right. get it. Is the uh, cast and crew excluded from that? I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. It's audience only. Paying audience oh. back. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, all right. let me ask you. Because... You, you called me, me on the audience, so you said paid audience. I said, okay, all right, fine. You yeah, got me on the technical, okay. I got you on the technical. There you go. If you ain't paying, you ain't getting All right. <laughs> 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 well, once again, I want to uh, also... I also want to shout out LaGuardia Performing Arts Center and, you know, everybody over there, Carmen, uh, Steve, and um, Glenn, everybody, the crew over there. You know, I've been I've been um, a part of LaGuardia for oh, a little bit over 20 years, you know, and um, it's also a family-orientated um, place there at the theater. You know, everybody that worked there in the labs and whatnot, even with the students and everything, we all become like family, you know. And, I mean, you can't help, you know, me, myself, I, I wasn't one who was too crazy about being in school and all of that, you know. But just being there it makes you want to be there. And the professionalism yeah. that they bring and, and how comfortable they make you feel, you know, so you want to be there. You know what I'm saying? So I want to shout them out and thank them for giving us this opportunity to do what we're doing right now. And I, I be, now I'm being very serious. Richard, I, I think I told you this when I met you. Oh, I think we were talking on the phone when we were talking on the phone. And I told you, um, it's probably like last year, I actually had a, uh, 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 if you would, what do you call it? A premonition, a dream, 
that somebody somebody needs to mute their phone or something because there's some craziness going on. Turn the radio down. Okay. That I, I actually had a, a dream that I would be doing something concerning Richard Pryor. Okay. Wow. I didn't know you. I knew Jose and them. I think Jose had yeah. mentioned you to me once a while when we, you know, at LaGuardia. And then mm-hmm. this opportunity just came and fell wow. right into play. I thought it was like deja vu. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. It's like I've been here before. You know what I'm right. saying? So I know that what you're doing, like, like Sean says, this is going to go so far. I, I mean, this is just a beginning right here. I, this is one show. I guarantee you that they're going to either call us back or somebody's going to want us to do it again, if not there at LaGuardia, somewhere else. Uh, you you right. know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. that. Not only that, but I've been on Facebook and I've been looking at the response to, you know, everyone that's been chiming in, and everyone is just giving you their blessings. Their blessings yeah. the casting the crew. It's just pure blessings, and they're so happy that you're doing what you're doing, man. You know, so you have yeah. support. Lord knows you got a lot of support. So the only thing that I could see coming from that is greatness. You understand? Mm-hmm. For not just for you, but everybody, everybody, everybody that's on this this crew. You know. I believe that. Yeah, I feel I it. Would, I would want to know. I would want to know other way. The way I was raised and where I am, I would want to know other way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, there are definitely people out here praying for you. You know, praying for us, I should say, because right. they, when they they when they comment, they like, yo, I, I'm I've been reading it. I'm like, wow, I'm amazed. I'm like, okay, beautiful mm-hmm. God, we doing the right thing. Yeah, <laughs> we're definitely doing the right thing. You know, and um, like right now, I think we should pray. Okay, no, let me stop. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to be funny. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a comedian. Okay? I'm not a comedian. Uh-huh. But um, is there anything else that anybody would want to, 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 a point that you would like to make at this particular time? Because we could go on. We got like 47 no, minutes I'm left. Good. Yeah, because I got to actually run, unfortunately. Yeah, I have to um, actually have to go teach. But um, yeah, but I'm just I just want to say really quickly before I had to head out. Unfortunately, again, I'm just excited mm-hmm. for everybody that's going to come out. You're going to be in for a real treat. It's again, it's going to be tears. It's going to be laughter. You're going to walk away with a good message as well as feeling good. And so, um, again, I'm just so honored and blessed to be a part of this project. It's such an honor to meet Richard and to, you know, I know we're talking about his father at some point, but just just to know his story and to know, get to know him, it's just such an honor and blessing. And um, I'm very excited to work with my cast members. I mean, I'm telling you all, when you see what we're working with, it's, it's a phenomenal. We got, you know, Janelle Simone, we got Kari Walker, we got Jeannie Soul, and we got Otis Williams. And then again, like I said, we got Mr. Sean Keyes. And you know it's like out of array of of phenomenal talent, all spearheaded by the great Richard Pryor Jr. So um, I'm just looking forward to everybody coming out and seeing what we have to offer. And next stop, Off Broadway, 
you know, we, you know, we, this is just the beginning. We like, like Sean said, you know, there's going to be much bigger things to come and I'm just excited to be a part of it now. So thank you very much for having me. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. And thank you, everyone. Thank oh, you yes. for having us on here, having us on the show. Yes. I appreciate it. Definitely. Alrighty. But you know what? I, I, I see tour. I feel it. I feel tour. I'm just putting it out there. You know. Put it out yeah, there. Put it out there. I feel tore. Hallelujah. Anyway, Jesus. <laughs> no, you didn't. Um, but before we go, I would like you all to do one thing for me, and especially you, Corey, and Richard, oh, the song that you all sang. <laughs> could you please just give us a rendition of that song before we close out this show? Yeah. Oh Lord. Okay. I guess I'll sing a little bit of it. Hallelujah. The shadows and why should my heart be lonely? Let me stop. See? God don't get me. 
<laughs> Thank you all for having me on the show. All I have to say is Thank you. Later. Y'all are crazy. Good night, yeah. Good night. Thank you so much. Good night. I want to thank Good my night. guests. Woo, Mr. Richard Pryor Jr., Miss Corey Robinson, Mr. Sean Keys, they got me out of breath right now. Okay? <laughs> Mr. Daddy Soto. <laughs> All right. And of course you Good know night. the rest of the cast member, Mr Miss Janelle Simone, Mr. Otis Cotton, and the director, Mr. Jose Esquia. Okay? From all of us to all of you, please don't miss this show. Do not miss this show. December 6th, LaGuardia Performing Arts Center, 8 p.m. Be there, and you will have the treat of your life. This is J.R. Strong, and I want to thank you all again for just tuning in to HRM. Don't forget we're here on the Keys 107 Network. You can check this show out anytime. It is and will be on Block Talk Radio in the archives. So tell your friends if they missed it, they can definitely check it out. Okay? And um, once again, Richard, would you like to say something before we go? No, just thank everybody. Thank you for your support. Please come out. You won't be disappointed. You want to laugh. You want to uh, learn some things about life, and um, if you're having issues or you know somebody else who may be having issues in those areas that we talked about, bring them out to the show. You won't be disappointed, and thank you for your support, and thank you, LaGuardia. Yes, sir. And with that, we're going to tell you good night and see you on December 6th. Peace. Good night. Fellow man, he's giving all praise to the most high yard. He's not gonna stop till he